There's an old story that I've heard many times used in different contexts, and, and, uh, but it usually told around Christmas time. Uh, but it's about this man who, who is sitting in his cabin. So he's in the cabin, he's got a fire going in the fireplace, and, and he's just enjoying the evening. He made a bowl of soup, and he's eating that. Uh, maybe he had a hot, long day hiking, uh, but he is just kind of sitting there enjoying the evening, sitting by the fire. You know what that's like, just sit by a fire and, and just stare at the fire and just kind of be in the presence. And, and what happened was, was while he's sitting there uh, watching the fire, he hears something. Tap, 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 tap. And he's trying to figure out what it is. Like, is it the pipes? Is it the fire? What's going on? And, and so he, he, he sits there, and he, he didn't hear it for a minute. Then all of a sudden, he hears again. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, 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 tap. And a little bit of fluttering. So he got up, and he tried to find the source of And he looked around to try, try to find the source of where it was coming from. And it turns out it was coming from a window. And what had happened is, is a storm was kind of coming in, a cold front was starting to move in, and there was a flock of birds that had been caught in the cold. And, and the flock of birds could see the light, and they could see stuff going on, and they were trying to come through that window. Tap, 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 tap. And they kept hitting the window. And so he thought, well, what am I going to do? And, and so he went and he got his jacket and he got his hat, and he got his gloves, and he grabbed a lantern, and he walked outside, trudging through the snow, to where the birds were. And he thought, you know, maybe I can, can shoo them. He had a barn that would have, that would have held the birds and kept them warm uh, enough uh, where they wouldn't freeze. And, and so he, he, he started trying to shoo them toward the barn. And, kind of, and you, you, know, you imagine what happened. The birds flapped up, they went around, and they went back to tap, 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 tap. And then he got by the door of the barn. He was like, hey, birds, come here. And, and nothing happened. And he thought, you know, what if I could become like a bird? Then I could tell them where safety was. I, I could, could tell them where they could be warm. I, I could save their lives. But you know... When I hear that, that, that story, it, it, it's a good story. Uh, but it wouldn't be enough just for the man to grow a beak and grow feathers and become small like a bird. Because to really be able to communicate with those birds, he would need to know what it was like to live like a bird. He would need to know what other birds knew so that he could be able to communicate. There is something about shared experiences. We need to hear and to know that someone knows what we've been through. Do you have someone who knows what you've been through? Maybe because they experienced it with you. Um, maybe there's some awesome experiences where you felt at your highest. Maybe your family was gathered around uh, for, for the birth of a child. Or maybe you all had a special vacation you went to. Or maybe your church may have gone through a flood and you have shared that experience of growing back together and rising out of the water and rebuilding. And you have that shared experience where everybody knows what that is like. Or maybe you've walked through some of the toughest times with others. The death of a loved one, the breakup of a family, the confirmation of a diagnosis, 
What holds you together and what brings you closer and gives you strength are those shared experiences. That, that you can look at someone and say, I know what you're going through because I have been there. Because I know what it's like. And there's some authority in those words that when we say, there's a difference between saying, I can imagine what you feel and I have been there. Because the one who has been there knows the way out. There's a story of a, a guy who's walking down the street in, in, a, in a field, uh, uh, and he falls in a hole. It's a deep, dark hole, and he falls all the way down in the hole. And he's down there, and there's darkness all around him. He can't see anything around him, but he can look up and see the light shining from above. And, and, and his friend, who is a doctor, walks by. And the doctor looks in the hole and waves at him, and the guy you know, waves back. And he says, hey, can you help me out? And so the doctor writes a prescription and throws it in the hole. And walks off. And, and then the guy's still in the hole, and, and a friend of him who's a pastor walks by. And he says, hey, can you help me out? Um, and the pastor writes a prayer on a piece of paper and throws it in the hole and walks off. And then the guy's sitting there, he doesn't know what to do. He's, he's got a prescription and a prayer, um, but he can't read them. Uh, and he's down in the dark hole, and all of a sudden another friend of his named Joe walks by. He says, Joe, can you help me out? And Joe jumps in the hole. And so there's Joe, and there's this guy, and the guy's like, Joe, this is great, but, but what are you going to do? You, now you're stuck here with me. And Joe says, yeah, I've been here before, and I know the way out. You see, there's something about those shared experiences, someone who has been there before, and our scripture today says this. It says, the word, Jesus, became flesh. He, he didn't just look like one of us. He didn't just dress like one of us. He didn't just, he, he became human. Can you imagine? He, he was with God and he gave up all of that to choose to be among us. And not just to be among us, but to live among us. He made his dwelling among us. Do you know what dwell means? How many of you are born and raised and you've been in the South for a while? Texas, you know. We had family reunions, and when, when mom or dad or grandma would say, hey, we're going to get together to eat lunch, um, I know some people who when they get together to eat lunch, they go, they spend an hour, they walk in the house, they sit down, they eat lunch, they talk a little bit, and then they leave, right? That was not the case in my family. My family, when you had a family, when it was lunch, you sat down for lunch, and then you stayed for after lunch, and then you were eating dinner and then you were playing cards late at night, and then you may spend the night like, like hey, come, come, come for, a, to, for lunch may mean a three-day uh, deal, right? You just stayed there, and the cousins stayed, and they played, and we had so much fun, but, but we didn't just come for a moment and leave. We dwelt. We stayed. We, we lived life together. Um, I don't know, the, the other thing is, is if you ever, uh, I, I don't know how long this is, but if you've ever, uh, someone said, hey, come sit a spell. How long is a spell? It's a little longer than a while and a little shorter than eternity. But right, like when you, when you ask someone to come sit a spell, like you sit on the porch and you just are there together. No agenda, no rushing off, no, hey, I've got someone else to meet. I've got something else to do. You sit 
and you are in the presence of one another. And so it says, the word became flesh and dwelled among us. And today's verse also reminds us that, that, that Jesus reminds us that he chose obedience to come down to the earth as a human, to walk among us, to live among us, to experience what we've experienced, to be tempted by what we are tempted by, and then to show us the example of what it meant to live in Christ, because he was Christ. To show us what it means to have compassion for others. And then, after being among us, he chose obedience on the cross. To die on the cross so that our sins may be forgiven and we may be clean and blameless. He rose and he conquered death and he has gone to heaven and made a way for us to do the same if we believe him. Through these verses, we were reminded that he became flesh. That he knows what we have been through. Uh, that he has, has been uh, in the same situations. Everything that we have felt, he has felt. The things that we have cried about, he has cried about. Have you ever lost a loved one? Have you ever been abandoned by your friends? Felt like the whole world was after you? Have you ever felt like there was no way out? Have you ever felt that, that people were using you? Or you've been lied to or been lied about or feel the weight of the world was on your shoulders or feel rushed to make deadlines, had to set priorities no matter what that would make someone mad? Why don't you just get away for a few minutes by yourself and rest? All those things that we have gone through, he has gone through. And unlike the friend who jumps in the hole and says, I know the way out, Jesus is the way. He is the way out from darkness. He is uh, the way through the valley, the, the hope in our despair, the light. So let me ask you, how do we follow that example? Christ sets aside who he was out of love and obedience, and he came down and dwelt among us. And because of that, we see who God is. What if we chose to leave everything that we identify with, the things that make us who we are, and choose to dwell among others. So that through our example, through our sacrifice, through our giving, others may see who God is. What if we said, God, it's not about what I can do, and about what you, it's about what you can do. It's not about who I am, but about who you are. Jesus left who he was and dwelt among us so that through him we would know God. So, one of the things that I have to ask myself is who are we dwelling with? Who are those people that we take time, that we say there's no agenda, there's no rush, I just want to be present? And one of the cool things about that is some of the best moments I had sitting on a porch watching the sunset, nobody said a word. Nobody was preaching. Nobody was telling, giving advice. We were just together. Who is, God, who is seeing God because of who we are? Because they know us. Who are we showing the way to? 
What would it look like if we came alongside our brothers and sisters and said, you know what? I know what you're going through. I've been there. And this is the way. What if we came alongside those who were hurting and said, you know what? I've been there. And I know the way. What if we came alongside those who were sad and in despair and said, you know what? I've been there. I know the way. And his name is Jesus. Jesus. 